Welcome to the Alignment Unlocked podcast. I'm your host, Rose Amber. I help female entrepreneurs get to six figures with alignment and ease. After spending years working long hours, signing up for all the free things and buying programs to try to learn how to do all of the things, I tried so hard to make everything perfect and right, so I didn't stuff it up, but I already felt like I had failed even though I hadn't really begun. I have learned to stop listening to that little voice in my head and to trust myself. I stepped into my power, decided what I wanted and went after it. I got consistent, I stopped planning into the future and made decisions for now. I focused on being in alignment and how I was showing up for what I wanted. Through this podcast, I aim to inspire and guide you on all things strategy, online business and life. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, ladies. Today is really special because we have a guest with us today, a special guest on the podcast. So that is Radha Dalal, and she's a first-generation Indian who's committed to infusing Eastern and Western philosophies in both fun and practical ways. Radha hosts her own podcast, Growing With God, and is currently offering one-on-one coaching sessions to help women reclaim their confidence, intuition, and joy. We have a really fun chat. I I know you guys are going to love it. There is so much gold in this and I'm going to jump right in. Um, So let's jump right in and tell me a little bit about your business journey. Yeah, thank you so much, Rose, for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. And I think I've always, I think a part of me had always dreamt of owning a business. But I had this fear or this limiting belief or story I told myself, like, can I really do this? Like, can I really do this? Like, is this for real? And, you know, like many other people may have experienced during 2020, I reached like a pivotal moment in my life. And I was working in the hospital, um, working with children, providing psychosocial support. And because I worked in the hospital, there was so much I could provide. And at the same time with HIPAA and other restrictions, there was so much more I wanted to do that was, I just wasn't able to do. And so I decided to take some coaching classes and I got my coaching certification. And I've always worked with children. I love working with children, but working in the hospital, you also work with their parents. Um, and I got to work with a lot of moms and I was just like blown away with the children I worked with, with their resiliency, but also blown away by the parents' resiliency and specifically the moms. And I wanted to find ways and how I could empower them even more. And so I started my coaching business and not necessarily to work with moms, but to work with women in general. I took my coaching classes and part of the program, you're required to have to practice clients. And I was kind of the person taking these classes, not really telling anyone. And I was kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't want to, I don't want to say shame, but like there was embarrassment, like, oh my God, like who does, like who does rather think she is that she can be a coach? Like I just like had these beliefs in my head and I was like, oh my God, now I have to tell people that I'm a coach. I feel like, like, and it's really hard to get clients if you don't tell people that you're a coach, just FYI. And so I, you know, I turned to my cousins and I was like, hey, like, do you have any friends I need to practice? 
this. And like literally within seconds, I got like a couple of names. I like messaged them and I got two practice clients like immediately. And the transformation that these clients had were so incredible that I was like, hey, I have something here. How can I continue to do more? And so I just kind of started with like word of mouth and really offering my services for free and complimentary and giving, giving, giving as much as I can to the point where I felt so aligned and so worthy to start charging for my services and start charging premium rates for my services. And it really went from like giving away free stuff to the people I gave away free stuff to providing referrals to which they now became all paying clients. And it took a lot of energy and time to understand what works for me because so much information is thrown at us as business coaches and as regular coaches and as women, like do it this way, do it that way. And it's like, there are a million ways to do one thing and have the same result. And so really for me, it was finding what worked for me to feel that like, hey, I am an entrepreneur. I am a coach. I provide quality premium services and feel really good about the rate that I'm charging. I love that so much. So many parts. So like, I think a lot of us, our perspectives changed in 2020 and, you know, what we were doing and what we are you know, our connecting to our values and, you know, what was really important and where we were headed was um, a really pivotal time in these last couple of years. So I think a lot of people can definitely connect with that. Um, But I love the way you've started off with offering things for free and just building up um, and getting that. And I think it's just such an amazing strategy. And I think it's overlooked by people. I think a lot of people don't go with this strategy, but it's so powerful because it really overrides all of that kind of fear and insecurities when you do just put yourself out there and get to practice it exactly, get to feel what's aligned and get those results back from people that of course puts all of that confidence and worth into you because you can see it straight in front of you. You can see what's happening. You can see results. You can have testimonials. I think it's such an incredible way to yeah build word of mouth, build referrals and to actually just really get yourself out there offering it for free. It's definitely powerful. I know when I have had different new programs and I do, yeah, if you try it out with a couple of people, what you learn from that is absolutely priceless. Like you think you might be investing your time, but what you learn in that process, because I could not agree more, the biggest challenge I believe in um, being an entrepreneur and especially a female entrepreneur is the amount of information and the amount of people telling you this is how to do it, this is the way, this is the strategy, do this, do that, like and it's so conflicting and it's so overwhelming. You end up believing you have to do all of the things Um, and until you actually have those people to practice with, like you actually put it into practice and try things, I believe in just, yeah, seeing what you feel like is aligned and trying it, you don't actually know what's aligned until you've had a go. And I've done this myself. I've tried something and gone, wow, did I learn a lot? And wow, is that not how I want to run my business and do that and completely change things based on that. And it's just practice, like getting that practice in learning and trying things is everything. I think that's so amazing. What do you think is one of the greatest lessons you've learned along the way? Um, I think something that comes up again and again for me is It's okay not to have everyone else's support as long as you have your own support, you can support yourself. I think 
just getting that understanding that not everyone is going to truly root for you. Um, even like family members or certain friends or certain loved ones you expect to root, root you the way that you want them to cheer you on. They're not going they may not do it. And just being okay with that and accepting that and like, just kind of like, like kind of looking at the love languages almost. It's like, you know, can I look at how in whatever way people are supporting me and appreciate that instead of like forcing or wanting them to appreciate me in a way that I want them to appreciate me, I think has been the lesson that I'm leaning and deepening more into. Yeah, I think that's another huge part. I love that. Yeah, just being enough for yourself, you know, believing truly in yourself and going after it yourself, no matter, yeah, if you're getting that support. I think while we look for other people's validation and encouragement, that can be somewhere we can sort of hold that limiting belief to hold us back. Where if we're not getting it, then we think we can't progress. But I love that you can be your own. You can do it for yourself. You can be self-empowered, self-motivated and driven and go after it and, you know, prove them wrong. Get that determination and yeah, and love and accept people for who they are, I think is just so important regardless. Um, sometimes we get too caught up on how we want people to be, yeah, how we want to feel. And I guess that's sometimes more of a reflection of ourselves and that inner work than what it is them. Everyone just has to be, we can't change people if they don't want to change. We can't, you know, influence people, manipulate people. You just have to be able to have that love and acceptance for people of who they are and who they are to you and accept their flaws and accept the things that are not how you want would wish they were. Um, and I guess look internally and in how that reflects, you know, why that triggers you and how that reflects in you and how you can be that for yourself. And I think that is just, yes, such a powerful lesson. What do you think's been one of these challenges in business? I think for me, like, logistically and practicality was like learning how to rate my services was really challenging because it wasn't necessarily a product that you can google and when you look at coaching services like the range is like you know like it like there's so many things the range is like 1500 to like 50,000 like the range is huge and so like learning like the numbers of like what really energetically felt aligned to me that was one of the challenges and I think the other challenges was really having that commitment to myself, like not like understanding that I have a relationship with my business, right? And also I have a relationship with myself. And so like there were times when I was putting my business above everything else. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes like I think it is necessary, but I don't think it's always necessary. So finding that balance of like, hey, like, I'm really stressing out about something in my business that I don't need to be stressing out about. I need to spend time with me and just having that self-awareness and recognition because it gets so immersive and intertwined. It, it was a really challenging and heavy time. And I realized because I wasn't having clear and healthy boundaries with my business. Yes, I love this. So Pricing is definitely one of yeah, the biggest challenges and I get what you're saying completely in the industry. The, the range is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it really comes back to what you can align with um, and feel good and confident about. And I, my biggest advice in pricing is just that 
You know, it's not about everybody else. It's about what you feel good about. Because if you price something out of what, you know, and you think, oh, wow, that's a little bit, maybe a little bit high, or is anyone going to pay that? If you've got that resistant energy, it's just going to put the whole Mm. thing off. And I think that's something that's huge. Sometimes it is okay to reduce prices to something you feel incredibly good behind um, and is no brainer and build on it. You know, you can change them as often as you want, but it's nice to build same as, you know, starting for free. It's nice to build from a really safe, comfortable place and just build on that confidence, build on that. So, you know, building on those clients, getting to paid clients, building on the prices over time. I think people feel like, again, that comparison, we see all these other people go, oh, well, they're doing that. I need to be just like them. I need to charge like them, you know, and you don't. You get to just be on your own little journey of what's feeling amazing and aligned to you. And it's really tricky to get to that place of alignment um, and to get work through all that distraction and noise that you see. So, you know, that's amazing to have worked through that and to have really recognized that that was a tough thing. Um, But as well, yeah, I think that boundaries is another really huge area and something that um, because when your business is your passion, like you love it, you just, you could spend every minute in it. Like it is definitely difficult to divide those things and to still look at your own needs separately and um, yeah, to, you know, and when it's a business like this, it's not like working a day job when, you know, you clock off and, you know, your tasks are done. You just don't think about it until you come back. It's kind of fluid with life. So yeah, if you don't have good boundaries, you will find yourself giving, 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 giving all of your time and energy into it and just being, um, and it, it makes it difficult if you don't have those boundaries and take that step back and focus in yourself as well. It then you get too far away from your intuition, I think, and alignment. You get too far in it to be able to look clearly at it as well. So it's definitely some great tips there um, to look at the pricing that feels aligned and to hold the boundaries and balance with business, with life. Um, But, yeah, there's seasons and times when you're creating something new and you're all in, but there's got to be that balance and that importance of taking care of you. And and speaking of, like, so what's some of your favourite sort of self-care, you time? What do you do? Yeah, so really having digital detox is really, really important to me. Like having time away from my phone, time away from multiple screens, time away from any screen whether that's five minutes, whether that's an hour, whether that's an entire evening, it's really intuitive for me, but really practicing digital detox. And also because I use Instagram for my business, I try, you know, I'm not always perfect, but I try to like have at least two days completely off of Instagram. And that doesn't mean like, I like completely deleted it off my phone. I don't delete my account, but it's completely off my phone. And so I can refresh and reset. That's something important for me that I find like also helps with comparison, right? Like it's so easy to look at, okay, this coach is doing this thing or this business is doing this or this friend is in Aruba or, you know, whatever is happening. Like it really messes with our nervous system. And I think we live in a space of where it's no longer a luxury, but a necessary, a a necessity to continually regulate our nervous system. So a lot of that is digital detox and like 
this year, my affirmation for the year is I am committed to raising my vibration. And so whatever that means, right? Like that can be drinking water, that can be sitting in the sun, that can be closing my eyes and meditating, that can be writing stream of conscious soul journaling, that can be just sitting next to my boyfriend and holding hands. It can literally be anything, but it has that intention. It has that vibration. And it's that reminder to myself that when I'm committing to raising my vibration, I'm committing to myself, I'm committing to presence, I'm committing to the universe, and I'm committing to my business. And so I'm a very holistic, all-encompassing type of person, so it's hard to only pick one thing, but this is a way to me that feels like structure, but also freedom within that structure to choose whatever intuitively feels good to me. I love that so much. I love the intention behind that. Like you say, you're just holding that space and letting whatever the intuition is, but holding that commitment and that space on that. It's incredible. And yes, I think the, that, you know, that digital break, that getting off screens, I think it's something that, yeah, is really becoming this a necessist. <laughs> a necessity um as well and you know and I think that's something I'm going to actually take I love that um and do more of because I think you just you lose time and you lose focus and that comparison all those things um to really connect back come back to you focus on get refocused and get that intention behind your priorities and your values and that rest that space because I think that's it where it's just so connected and so involved in the hustle um that it can be really difficult to do that. And I love an intention towards raising your vibration. That is just the best. And again, something that's so important um, this year in this day and age to be focusing on things like this, to getting that intention behind holding that sacred space for ourselves and that, um, that ability for the reflection and growth and just enjoying life, you know, stopping and enjoying life in the way that's really to us, not because, you know, not what society tells us that, you know, socializing or eating out or, you know, going to the movies, that's enjoying life, like really connecting into what is important for you. What's your enjoyment in life? And do you feel like as a modern woman that you succumb to the hustle at times? Oh yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's why for me, I'm like a very like Virgo manifesting generator. I have a lot of pita. If you look at those shows, I have a lot of fire in me. I'm just like very like a volatile type of person. So structure and boundaries, that clarity helps me replenish myself and reset because it's so easy. Like I have a day job where I work with children who have autism and I also have an entrepreneurship where I'm coaching. I'm also going to school. I also have a podcast. So I have so many things and it's like, all of them cannot be my top priority, right? And so just really recognizing what's my top priority and what can happen when I want it to happen. And, you know, I think we talked about this earlier is the more you let go, the easier things get. The more I try to control and force things, my body gets heavy, I physically get sick, I get exhausted. But when I come from a place of that presence or that light of like, I really want to do this, it happens so much more smoothly. So I really have to reset from hustle culture. And I think, you know, I'm Indian, I'm South Asian, my ancestral lineage, like we really like 
fall into Eastern philosophy where we meditate not for productivity, we meditate to connect our body, mind, and soul. Yoga actually translates to union, right? So it's the union of all of our energy centers. It's to connect with ourself. And when I focus more on that connection versus productivity, that's when I'm able to reset and step away from the, the predominant hustle culture. That's so powerful. I love that so much that you have so much going on and wow, <laughs> you're a busy woman, but your only main priority is yourself. That is just incredible. And that connection to yourself and your energy and your ability and that insight to know that being connected to yourself and replenishing your energy is the only way you can keep up all of those things and hold boundaries and structure around them. I just love that so, so much. Um, And I think that's something that we can all take from that connecting and um, amazing. So do you have advice for anybody who is just starting out on their journey? Yeah, I think, you know, what came up, you know, bros is also on my podcast and growing up God and what came up in both of our conversations is comparison. And I think, the first thing I'll say is start before you're ready. And the second thing, I think the top thing that happens to people and that happened to me is like comparison, right? We're like just comparing ourselves, like even growing up, right? It's so easy. Like you're compared to your siblings or your cousins or your friends or society or whatever, right? And it's like something that I learned that really like flipped the switch in my head was like comparison is very similar to jealousy, right? So there's jealousy and there's inspiration. So comparison is like, oh, I wish I could do what that person is doing, right? Or like, why is that person doing that? That person has five clients. I should have six clients, right? Like, like maybe you're like jealous and je- it's totally okay to be jealous. It's totally normal. I get jealous. I'm sure Rose gets jealous. Like it's totally okay. And can you shift that jealousy to inspiration? So inspiration is when someone else is doing something that you think you can also do, right? Whether that's starting a business, whether that's buying a home, whether that's starting a family, whether that's like, I don't know, doing your makeup a certain way, right? You think that you can also do it. Jealousy is when someone's doing something that you think you can't have. And the the reality is you can have anything that you want. It's that simple. And are you willing to put in the effort? Are you willing to align yourself to that desire? That is what inspiration is. And I think that's what really combats comparison, right? It's so easy with social media. It's so easy with how quickly we can gain information to think, oh, this person is on the cover of this magazine, or this person seems to be bringing in like 10 six-figure clients. All of that is great. All of that is wonderful. If someone else is doing it, that means that you can do it too. And so if you can switch that jealousy, switch that comparison to inspiration, it's that reminder that, hey, I'm on the right track. I'm just building momentum on my vibration until my desire arrives. And so that's the advice I would give. Start before you're ready. And don't worry if you compare. It's so normal. Can you switch it to inspiration? That is just incredible and so powerful. I love that so, 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 so much. And it comes like into your mindset completely, the mindset of exactly just looking at things and wanting them and kind of sitting back and being like, oh, I can't, why can't I have that too? 
the complete flip of that evidence. Anything, exactly, anything anyone else has is just evidence that's possible for you. And just going with that momentum and that energy, it's just like the the way your energy feels when you're looking at something like, oh, I wish I could have that versus the energy of, wow, look at that. That's incredible. I want that and I can do that too. I'm going to have that. That's going to be me. You can do it. I can do it. Like going in with that bright, positive energy. And then from there, that from that space of that energy, that positivity, then the intuition and inspiration coming to you, like taking the steps, being out there, ready to take the action steps, ready to go after it. I think you just have to be bold and believe in yourself and go after the things you want rather than kind of sitting back and wondering how and questioning and doubting and looking at everyone else having it. That's kind of just sitting back and letting things churn in inaction and just moving back into like that lack. Whereas if you just go out there, like exactly start before you're ready, just take it on, go for it, see things and go, I want to do that too. You can do it. I can do it. It's possible. What are the steps? What have I got you know, what do I do? Where am I headed? Just go for it. I love that so much. It is so much of the entrepreneur journey, people believe is about strategy and doing it right and all that mm. perfectionism and everything. Mm. But I truly believe so much of it is in our mindset, in our attitude, in the way we are showing up for ourselves, like the self-care we've talked about, that self-love. Gosh, that's powerful in every way. Like the way you are so busy, I just have so much admiration for how busy you are and that you put yourself first before all of it and have that recognition that you can't do all of that and keep up with everything, you know, and achieve anything without putting yourself number one. And I just think we don't do that enough as women at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I just like wanted to bring up the point that you just shared so like wonderfully like everybody knows what to do like you like whoever is listening right now if you want to start a business you probably already know what kind of business you want to do it's do you have the confidence to take the action right like you said and you can have the best strategy in the world you're going to make mistakes like you're just going to make mistakes I'm going to make more mistakes and your mistakes are wonderful your mistakes are actually gold because it's going to teach you and get you closer to that full body yes like no matter what you do I feel like people are afraid of making mistakes and I just want you to know when you start your business you're going to make mistakes and it's okay it's how you own it how you respond how you react and how you move from that mistake to your gold to your gold platter of programs or to your gold platter of products or whatever it is that you're creating it's mistakes are part of the process and you will not and cannot avoid it <laughs> yes that is so great exactly 100% we make mistakes and yeah we start out so terrified like and that's where the freeze and that overwhelm and inaction comes from we're so scared of doing it wrong and I was exactly the same. Um, and exactly, we're going to make mistakes. And it's good because that's where the growth comes. That's where the lessons come. That's where we know what's aligned for us and what's not. If we don't try things and go, wow, that was not for me, then we know what is. It's part of moving forward. And if you don't make them, then you don't go anywhere. You've got no momentum. So yes, 100%. Mistakes are great. Like, And I'm like a recovering control freak. And now I love change. I love trying things on. I love reflection and going, is this working? Am I liking this? Mm, no, let's try this. And it's for me, it's in this moment. What is for me now? Stop trying to make decisions for a year, mm. two years, three years into your business. 
right now, what's the price that's aligned? What's the program that's aligned? How do you want to show up and serve people in your business? What's right now? Make all your decisions for now. And guess what? You only ever have now. So if you're always making decisions for now, it's going to lead you to your desires rather than stressing about the past or the future or all the possible things. You make a successful business in the now by making decisions that suit you and are aligned with you now. So just focusing in that alignment and stop stressing about mistakes or what could happen, all the future things, you know, rebranding is okay. Changing your business names, okay. Changing your services, changing your entire business, what you even do is okay. I've done all of those things and I'm still here and I'm okay. I love change. I think it's fresh. It's great. It's being in alignment. To me, change equals being in alignment. So any part of my life, if something feels hard or if I'm not enjoying it, I go, how can I change this? What can I do to make this easier? To make all about ease and alignment. How can we shift this and change this from the gym to grocery shopping to anything, whatever I'm not enjoying, whatever's feeling hard or heavy, how can we change this? It's all about what's working for you in the now. And when you connect with the, in that, you're going to have an amazing life in the now always because you're always shifting and changing to what's right, right now. I love that. That's so, yeah, I think so many people needed to hear that message and I'm so glad that we're having this conversation right now. It has been absolutely amazing having you. Thank you so much for joining me. We've had such an incredible conversation. And can you tell people where they can find you and connect with you more to keep chatting? Yeah, absolutely. Voice notes are my love language. So drop me a voice note if you want to chat about anything on Instagram. It's my first and last name coaching. So it's a Radha Dalal coaching, R-A-D-H-A. D-A-L-A-L coaching on Instagram. I also have a Facebook, which is my first and last name, RadhaTheLong.com. And I'd love to connect with you and just hear how you're doing. Perfect. And I don't worry if you miss the spelling, I will link all that for you guys. So thanks for joining me. It's been amazing. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for joining me. If you loved today's episode as much as I did, it would mean the world if you take a screenshot and share it on your stories and tag me at roseamber underscore bizcoach, B-I-Z, bizcoach. And then we can get so many more women finding this podcast and we can help more women in their uprising in trying their true alignment time and financial freedom and of course then i get to share you with my audience as well and we all get to help each other grow which is what it's all about i will talk to you next week